everybody. Welcome to Dragon of the Movies. Hi, Roto. Hey, Dragon. How are you? I'm good. Sort of. <laughs> how's how's how is it? What's it like growing up, growing a human? Tell um, us. It's now good. that you're at what week twelve? Uh, yeah, yes, week twelve. No, I'm officially in my third trimester. I think. Um, what's I, that uh, like week thirteen? Twenty seven. Twenty seven. Jesus. I know. That's a lot of that's a lot of weeks. It is a lot of weeks. Uh, it's funny because at first, you know, in the beginning, it's like, you know, you, 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 in the beginning of the second trimester, especially you can like kind of forget because you're like feeling pretty good or whatever, but, mm-hmm. um, there's not really any forgetting now because my belly is, it is because, very big. Is it because you're, you're carrying, um, basically a bowling ball in your <laughs> stomach yes. all the time? Not even your stomach, your lower part of your stomach, but, yes. underneath your stomach. Uh, yes. But <laughs> basically it looks like I'm smuggling a basketball at all times. <laughs> it's so weird and it feels like i ate it feels like i you know that you know when you like eat way too much and you're super bloated yeah i've heard that way too many times it feels like it feels like the extreme of that (laughs) that's Uh what it feels like like my stomach is just so big that it's just like i guess like it's just you know i I don't know there's a lot of stuff in there (laughs) it's weird it's weird oh Uh, interesting but that's about it yeah how tell me tell me how your week was you got to tell me how your week was um okay so it was pretty good we um who's we me and andrew always oh. uh okay we, we saw we saw some movies um this weekend mm-hmm. i'll talk about i'll talk about one of them and mm-hmm. uh and the uh, my favorite new york city holiday happened this weekend which is the marathon yeah. which we'll talk about because you are heavily involved in that never heard of it and um uh yesterday i had what? i had uh dinner with friend of the show hi may oh what also also your brother they, i don't you didn't why didn't you you didn't want to hang out with me well i mean Jaime was like hey we should get dinner and i was like yeah we should and uh then we got dinner i always asked us to get dinner and you never want to get dinner. no you me. do not you always say hey do you want to come to the gym and buy me lunch that is not the same <laughs> I mean, that's pretty much, yeah, that, that's the same thing to me. So, <laughs> wait, am I gonna fucking pay? You know, are you crazy? <laughs> well, you I'm know, I have gator man. arms. I can't, I can't reach my wallet. So, I, I, I'm a kept man at this point in my life. All right. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I literally couldn't have you pay for my dinner because then I know Caroline actually paid for my dinner. <laughs> <laughs> we can't have that. <laughs> that's just rude. Um, but yeah, it was, it was pretty good overall. I, I had a, I had a good weekend. Um, I was really tired most of the mm-hmm. weekend but that's just kind of my normal state now so that's oh, exciting yeah you can't wait till you the baby's the baby comes out and then you'll be able to sleep again right <laughs> yeah yeah i keep i keep hearing that um pregnant tired is different than like baby tired like baby tired at least when you go to sleep you like go to sleep <laughs> pregnant oh, tired, yeah, you, yeah. i go to sleep and i wake up and i go you, well, know you I mean. have to you have to because you're basically like i have three hours before yeah. the baby wakes up again so i better get to sleep right now <laughs> yeah, your body yeah, shuts then just yeah. your body just like shuts down although i'll say right <laughs> as of right now my body is wired to wake up the moment i hear like uh yeah. Uh, if if a sound like that happens, I just like like I can't sleep at all. <laughs> Even if it's on like a TV, I there was a day where I just like woke up. I was sleeping, yeah. and I just woke up, and it's because like I heard a baby on the TV. It's like Jesus Christ, like my body, my body's just wired for that. Now. Yeah, your brain is like, I got you, bro. Don't worry, <laughs> you yeah. are awake now. So we gotta we gotta save the baby. <laughs> it's like it's not even my baby. It's a TV. <laughs> you gotta even make that one. Come on. <laughs> um. 
yeah so anyway that it was good it was good a good uh very good exciting weekend although well berta why don't you tell me about your exciting weekend oh i didn't do anything there's nothing of note i mean it was boring not a big oh yeah thing. i woke oh, yeah. up do the same things i do all the time mm-hmm, mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. it you oh you go to Staten Island all the time every all the time you go to Staten Island to start a race okay all right fine I fucking ran the New York City Marathon it's not a big deal yes you did you did and a few of our other friends did it was very exciting yes and I saw you of course at Dragon's Corner which is um right by the 12 mile marker where uh there's a little turn on Manhattan Avenue and the dragon's always there every year yep normally she gives me socks or I forget what else, a charger? I, yeah, I think I gave you a charger one year. I gave you socks one year. I don't think I ever, I, I think maybe I gave you like a gel thing one year, but I don't remember. I can't remember it either. Yeah. Probably. But now I figured out how to run without hurting myself. So, yeah. You know, you, I basically really just came evolved. by. <laughs> I came by, I said hi. Yep. And then I was like, all right, I should go before my body starts to shut down. Yep. And then we left. Yep. So it very was, exciting. It was very exciting. I, I'm bummed I missed uh, our, our our other friend, Sashel, ran the marathon too. And she mm-hmm. was like, I think two or three hours behind you. But yeah. I I did the thing where I was like outside cheering. And I don't know if you know this, but when you are pregnant, your lung capacity is really not very good. <laughs> so I uh, was cheering for a while and then I was like too lightheaded from yelling and then couldn't stand up anymore. So I had to go home and rest. And I missed Sashel and I was really bummed about it. Well, you know. I don't yeah. know what to tell you. Yeah, it sorry. Yeah, I mean it's it just a- sucks because she she did she started like two hours after us. Yeah, she did, and she was running at a sl- much slower pace than us. So it's like that the time I'm like you, me, Will, and Carmine who ran it. We started the race together. We we were pretty much together right up until we saw you, and that's when we started to separate. Yeah, and that was our by the way that was our plan. We were like let's coast together. Yeah, so we can pace ourselves. So that we don't push ourselves too much. And then once we like once we see the dragon we're around the halfway mark, that's yeah. when we'll like start to separate to like, you know, try to do whatever whatever time we're trying to do. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that that worked, except, you know, fucking Jesus Christ. It was like to the, this, this year. I don't know what the fuck will happen this year. It was especially brutal. Maybe it's because last year I ran it and like I didn't feel this bad. You but did. This year, I like, feel like you I feel like this was your best time. I was, but I was. <laughs> do you think I that was, maybe that's why it was so brutal because you just ran faster this year than you normally do? So I was, I was basically like, I was like, oh, I, I'm gonna do three thirty. When mm-hmm. when I met you, when I saw you, I yeah. was like, oh, I'm gonna hit. I'm, I might hit three thirty. More likely, I'll hit like three forty. Yeah. Right, three hours forty minutes or yeah. three hours thirty minutes, something like that. If I, if everything goes well, and I was cruising doing great and then mile 18 hit and something happened and it was just my body just went yeah. no we're done yeah and then it just started like bad and basically then uh i think around mile 21 uh the cramps started so yeah. mile 20 the cramps started and like by the way yeah you still have six miles to go yeah <laughs> and then mile 23 i was like i can't i basically got to the point where i had to run at a certain pace and if i went even just that tiny bit faster than that just my entire body would start cramping yeah. so it was a lot of like running then stopping walking running stopping walking and like yeah i i it, when i around mile 18 i was yeah. like i might hit 330 yeah i might hit 330 and i managed to slip under three uh four hours so yeah you did yeah yeah, it was I, it was rough. It was a rough I, ending. I watched you guys. So I like I tracked you guys. I tracked Sashel. I tracked all of your like your times. And I was just like, man, you guys are running fast. <laughs> that mm-hmm. is a fast marathon. Very. Yeah. Fast. Yeah. 
Yeah. But all of you, I think all of your splits, like by the end, like the last few miles are rough for everybody, right? It, you, it, can't, you can't maintain eight minute miles for the, for that one. It happened to all of us. All of us hit a, a wall at some point where our bodies just start to shut down. And I, yeah. my theory, Dragon, is because I never fucking, I never, pre- I want you to say this. I don't prepare for these things. Okay. I don't, you know, and I mean prepare. I mean, I don't bring gels. I don't worry about like food, water, this and that. I'm just like, I'm just going to go. I'll take the gels when they hand them to me. I'll take bananas when they hand them to me. Yeah. I'll uh, drink water as I go along. No fucking plan. Right. This year, I was like, you know what? I'm going to plan for it. I took, I like read up on what I should do. <laughs> I had the gels. I planned like every six miles, I'm going to eat a gel. I'm going to, I have salt tablets and everything. And I think that's what fucked me up. <laughs> And you again, you ran your fastest marathon this year. Yeah. I don't think that it fucked, fucked me you up, up. Dragon. It, it fucked me up, up Dragon. <laughs> That's how that works. Anyway, I remember one year you you literally your feet were bleeding by mile like ten. <laughs> like you, yes. Like, what are you talking about? I fucked up, Dragon. Anyway, <laughs> that, on next, to next, next year. year. What I learned is next year I'm gonna wing it. <laughs> yeah, just next year, no, I'm gonna fucking just no no gel packs, no salt. <laughs> No water. I'm just going for four hours straight. You're gonna be. Stopping. You're gonna be the one that dies. Of the, <laughs> oh my god! There was. Did somebody? I, way, did anybody I, die this year? Nobody died, right? I don't I think anyone died, but yeah. I definitely saw like uh, on as I was finishing, I saw at least four people on the floor, including one person who was like 200 meters from the end from the finish. Oh, no, they were they were around mile 26. They were on the floor with like two cops around them, oh. like. I, I mean, I'm like dragon. If it was me, I, I would have just been like, no, I'm, I, I don't give a shit. Get, get the fuck away from me. I am, I'm army crawling to the finish line. You guys get the fuck away. Yeah. Then you can fucking just hoist me to the goddamn, yeah. to the, to the, to ambulance. the, to the hospitals. <laughs> but I'm finishing this shit. I don't give a fuck. Right. Collapsing, collapsing at the, the, like, when you can see the finish line just seems like so horrible. I, like someone a- collapsed. So I saw, I saw like, I saw a couple people around 20, mile 22. I saw one person at mile 25 and I was like, oh man, I feel bad for that guy. And then I saw one person at my like fucking mile, literally mile 26. So. Jesus Christ. Yeah. It turns out, it turns out marathoning is really hard. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's like really rough on your body. (laughs) Yeah. Except for for you fuckers. What I've told that what I've told people in the past, and I the more I say it, the more I feel like it's true, is that like when you run a marathon, well, so a half marathon I think is the perfect race. Yeah, it is. It it takes a lot to accomplish. It's a big accomplishment. It's a huge accomplishment in yeah. my opinion. I mean, for me, running a five k is a huge accomplishment for people. So, yeah. because most people can't even they can't even fathom doing that. That's no. three miles. And it's like when I when I see someone do that, I'm like, oh my god, congratulations! It's such a fucking big accomplishment. It's yeah. a big accomplishment. Listen, running um, in, endurance running at pretty much any distance is hard. It's like yes. you have to like fight your mind the whole time, or your yes. or your because your body is telling you to stop. I think, in my opinion, running is the hardest sport because the only person that you have to the the, the person you have to battle the most is yourself. Yeah. So, um, anyway, the what's it called, uh. I think a half marathon is a perfect distance because you really have to train for it. Yeah. You have to get prepared for it. And it's a, it's a lot of like just being in shape, getting in shape and training your, training your body to, to, to withstand it. A marathon is literally just, you get to about mile 16 or 18 and then it's just how much pain can you endure? <laughs> yeah, That's what it is to run a marathon. Ugh. So, you know, and the people, the people who can willing like, 
basically, if you're willing to endure pain, then go ahead and go for the marathon. Otherwise, if you're like, no, I want to do a healthy, I want to do this for my health and like my good, you know, to, to feel better about myself, just do a half. You don't have yeah. to do any more. I agree with that. I mean, I mean, honestly, the half did kind of fuck my knees up for permanently for life. But like, other, other than that, mm-hmm. I did. I do think like the, running the half was a big, like, I'm glad I did that. It's, it's a huge thing. Yeah. I'm proud of myself for doing that. And um, you know I what, did, Dragon? We're going to yeah. start training you. We're going to start training you once you get out of this. <laughs> fucking, we, we're going to do this. Okay. Now that you got a baby, those those fucking knees are now nicely uh, lubed up. We're going to fucking do this, Dragon. <laughs> They're loose anyway. I don't know. About you were going to be running up. ultras. I uh I, I do remember, marathon. we're doing I, ultras I do remember at the half um I crossed the finish line and I was like I think if I had had to go one more mile I would have shit my pants <laughs> I don't think I would have done well would have been worth it I don't think it would have been no it was just one of those things where like oh yeah I see how runners shit their pants sometimes <laughs> this sucks mm-hmm. you never shit your pants running did you no I'm an adult I use the porta potty yeah <laughs> You make it to a porta potty is what you're saying. Yeah. I also I pregame a lot. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I like I my rituals like two to three times before. Yes. Well, I imagine like your body is also like, we better get everything out. <laughs> so we're about to do something really stupid. Um okay. yeah, basically. Anyway, right, should we, we should, should we get into movies? <laughs> yeah, let's do the movies. Enough enough of fucking marathon corner. Okay, no more marathon corner. Uh good job, by the way. Proud of you, blah blah blah. It's like your fifth or sixth marathon. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, one of those. I can't remember. Yeah. Um, next year I'm excited to go out and cheer with a baby. That'll oh yeah. Fun. Yeah. And I'm gonna be running with my baby in my uh chest strap. Oh, you're gonna you just jump to your chest and just shake him. 26 for miles. 26 Here we go. Miles. <laughs> just have him lightly jostled for 26 miles. <laughs> Seems like a great idea. It'll be really fun going into the porta potty with him over and over. Again. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's go. Let's get started. Okay. 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 You have to ask me. All right, Dragon. Why don't we start with a little segment we like to call Dragon on the Couch. Dragon? Yes. What did you watch on the couch this week? Okay, so this, so I, I watched a bunch of stuff. Um, I'm going to, I picked out some things to talk about. So first, mm-hmm. I watched 1998's Wild Things. So Exciting. Exciting. This is the, like, I don't know, ero- erotic thriller, I guess you could call it. The dr- 90s sexy thriller. 90s sexy thriller, thank you. Um, starring Nev Campbell and Denise Richards, and also Matt Dillon and Kevin Bacon. And also, Bill Murray is in it, which is weird. <laughs> very, very it's weird. It's so weird. It doesn't even, it doesn't even make sense. Anyway, this is a, I, I had no idea what the plot to this movie was. Really? I, no, I had zero idea. I had assumed that it was some kind of like love triangle thing with Nev Campbell and Denise Richards. And that mm-hmm. was it, you know? Um, I was not expecting like a, a rape accusation plot. I was not expecting the, I don't know, six different twists at the end of this. I just like it was very, I, I at, like the beginning. I was like, oh, I don't kind of don't like this, like because it's just it's literally like a rape accusation plot, and you're like, did he rape her? Did he not rape her? I don't love movies that hinge on like a rape, but then it uh it generally uh got funner, <laughs> I guess, and progressively weirder to the point where I was like. <laughs> This is mildly a Verhoeven movie. <laughs> I know it's not, but like, you know, it's got those vibes and it's kind of fun. Okay. And the po- the poster is very, um, very, very 90s. It's yeah. the one oh, with, yeah. uh, with Nev Campbell and Denise Richards, like coming out of the water and they look all sexy, you know, it's mm-hmm. like, it's just like their heads going out. It's great. I liked it. I gotta say it was, I, by the end of it, I was like, you got me, you got it's, me on all these. It's not a good movie, no, but it's definitely a fun time. Right. Yes. I, I, so I rewatched this movie 
uh, I think it was last year. At some point, I rewatched this movie at some point. That's, and re- Leia, that's way more like, recent than I thought you were going to say. Yeah, yeah. I, it's just, I can't remember why, but whatever. I, I rewatched it and I was like, this is just, it's so stupid and so like melodramatic. <laughs> it really is. That it's just like, I'm having a good time. I'm enjoying myself. Yeah. And, and, and um, every every single time there was like a twist, I was like, "This is fun. <laughs> this yeah. is like I enjoy this." Nineteen, yeah, nineteen ninety eight, and Denise Richards is just like Jesus Christ. I can't like, believe she's a real person. She, yeah, it's she like, was made in a lab you, for sure. How are you not? By the way, they're they're te- she's playing like an eighteen year old, seventeen year old. Yeah, she's twenty eight in the movie. Yeah, <laughs> Nev Campbell too. Nev Campbell's like twenty five. <laughs> yeah, and they're playing like they're playing. I think they're in uh, high school. Yeah, they're in high school. They're definitely in yeah. high school. They're Hilarious. 17. Yeah. And again, again, I remember watching this. I was just like, Denise Richards doesn't even seem like a human being. It's just like a sex doll that was created in my dreams. Yeah. I, As far as I know, the only work she had done was her boob job. Um, I'm sure she's had other stuff, like, yeah. you know, face stuff, but not, nothing yeah. too crazy. No. But whatever. Well, I mean, way. I mean, at that point, like in the 90s. Oh. Yeah. I So I read about it because I was like, Denise Richards definitely had a boob job, right? So I like Googled yeah, yeah. it. And she had a boob job when she was like 18 years old. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, Jesus. And From- she's like, she's been very open about it. Like, basically, she was just really, uh, she was, she's, she said that she was very flat and it was like made her very like self-conscious, you know, self-conscious. And she was living with a model at the time when mm-hmm. she was like 18 years old and the model had just gotten her boobs done and they looked amazing. So she wanted to get her boobs done and blah, blah, blah. She ended up getting like three different boob jobs because they like were generally botched over and over again. Yeah. I mean, it was the 90s. It's like, yeah. And also, like, she she got them ridiculously big. So yes, that was a that was an issue. <laughs> so that is what, mm-hmm. Like, it turns mm-hmm. out if you uh if you get them too big, you look silly, <laughs> or it I just mean, like doesn't look right. You look like a Barbie. Yeah. You know, like it just like it, the proportions are not are off. Or on some women, just like a sex doll. Or like a sex doll. Looked. Yeah. Again, beautiful, anyway. gorgeous, just an absolutely beautiful woman. Um. <laughs> anyway, yeah, like the I li- listen. I like the movie. It wasn't. It, it's not. You're right. It's not a good movie, but I enjoyed it. Okay, so now here's the real question: yes. Are you gonna watch Wild Things too? No. <laughs> what almost, are you? Are I didn't oh, sorry, even know there. I didn't even know there was a Wild Things too. To be honest. No. Well, are you gonna watch Wild Things three? Diamonds in the Rough. Is Denise Richards in it? No. No. no, no. <laughs> that one came out in 2005. Oh my god! No, that what a terrible year for movies. No, absolutely. What if? Not. What about in 2010? You got Wild Things, foursome. That's the fourth one. Oh, I do remember you talking about all these. You know I why? totally remember because you I watching all entire, of these. Yeah, because you watched. You did a completionist thing. I totally remember you talking about this. Um, yeah, no, I'm not doing that. By the way, Wild yeah. Things is for rent. Like you can rent it on Amazon for like four bucks or something. Yeah, worth it. Worth it. Uh, the the other movies are they're equally as dumb, but mm-hmm. for some reason just not as much fun as the original. Mm. That but, makes sense. But like, if if you watch it, if you watch Wild Things and you're like, this is really fun, stupid, you could dip your toe in the rest of them. They're 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 not going to be any better. No, but there's just some. There's a little bit missing, but not too much. It's basically just sexy thrillers yeah. all all in out. And of course, in foursomes, there's a foursome. That and for some sense. reason, each movie, each movie is filled with nothing, but they, they all follow the same formula. They all have fucking like 20 twists for no reason. Yeah. And there's a threesome scene in the middle of the same movie. Great. <laughs> to, I except, mean, look, ex- why, sorry, why change ex- what works? <laughs> except for the, correct. Except for the fourth movie, there's a foursome. Yeah. Because I mean, that's I mean, the name of the movie. 
that makes sense. Um, anyway, that's wild things. Uh, 10 out of the 10. 10, 10, 10. <laughs> I mean, no, but you know, it is what it is. If you want a 90 sexy thriller, you could do worse. This is what I'm saying. Um, <gasps> next I watched Poltergeist. So this is the, uh, original, this is what we watched on, um, was it Halloween? Halloween. Did we watch it on Halloween? Well, we just came off of Halloween, so... So, yeah, probably. that makes sense, probably. Um, uh, anyway, the original 1982 Poltergeist, um, directed by uh, Toby Hooper. And air quotes? Air, no. Everybody says it's actually... And Steven Spielberg would just kind of ha- helped out occasionally. Mm-hmm. Sure, sure. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. There's the, you, as you watch it, you're definitely like, oh, this is all Steven Spielberg. Yeah, you can tell what Steven like Spielberg... Steven Spielberg yes. You can tell what Steven Spielberg was like. I'm just going to touch up some of these things. And you can tell what Toby Hooper was like. Uh, basically, you can tell you can tell the scenes that, that Spielberg was like, I need to fix this. And the scenes that he was like, ah, this is fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, this movie is, of course, cursed. Uh, two of the actresses died sh- mm-hmm. shortly after making it, I think. Sure, they did. They did. One of them, the... Um... No, no, I mean, sure, they did because of the curse. Oh, yes, because of the curse, yes. I was like, no, they're definitely dead. <laughs> 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 they're for sure dead. You know what's crazy? So I read about it. So in the movie, you know, it's about a poltergeist haunting of this house. And um, the the whole thing, spoiler alert for this 1982 classic, um, mm-hmm. the little girl gets like, goes into like the other dimension you can hear her through the tv anyway so the yeah yeah uh there's an older i think, sister. I think everyone has seen poltergeist if I you think, haven't yes. you should fucking go see it and if you haven't you kind of know i feel like it's like in the zeitgeist like you kind of know about it um yeah. but the the actress that played the older sister in the movie she mm-hmm. like a, like a like i think right when this came out or like maybe a little bit after she was murdered by her boyfriend who killed her just like in broad daylight the cops came. He told them, hey, I just killed my girlfriend. They arrested him. Guess how much time he did for killing his girlfriend? A week. He did six years. No, you know. He he got. In his defense, you know, what did she do? <laughs> he he was abusive Um, and she left him. Mm-hmm. And then he Mom, went to, what? quote, talk to her. And then <laughs> I think he beat her to death or strangled her to death, Um, mm-hmm. like outside of the her apartment. I don't see what the problem is. Six years, yeah, 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 yeah. more than I actually time. think. I actually think he was convicted and he he was sentenced to six years and he did like three and a half. Um, oh, because so he was a good. He was good in jail. Yeah, yeah. And then okay, okay. Her, He's a good guy. He, he he like got out and he ended up like you know living a whole fucking life unlike her. He did the time. Why can't you? Why can't you accept that he did the time for the crime? It is wild to me that's you can just kill your ex-girl he ex-girlfriend technically uh and mm-hmm. uh you do like well, barely that's do why ex-girlfriend ah yes yes <laughs> anyway she she died and then the little girl in in the movie um shortly after filming or during filming i think the second movie she ended up like having this weird stomach thing that killed her was it the vice boyfriend also <laughs> no no she just got really sick and that was that okay. that was it the poor kid. Um. Anyway, anyway. the movie is good. Yeah. Classic, classic movie. It's yeah, a, dr- it's a lot. It's like weirdly funner than you think. Like there's some like comedy in it, which I assume is Toby Hooper, and yeah. and um not Steven Spielberg. I think I think the majority of like the family dynamics is Steven Spielberg because yeah. that's really what he excels at. 
Yeah. And I, I think everything, like, I think all the haunting stuff is very like Toby Hooper. I think like the, yeah. like, like sort of little creature designs you get with some of the toys and the, and the like scary, scarier parts of it. And like the concepts, the, like the, the room yeah. where they open the door and everything and everything spinning. Yeah. spinning. Yeah. The scary clown um toy that like ends up like reaching out and grabbing one of the kids. Like, you know, it's like yeah. that kind of stuff that I feel like. And the, the um cemetery. You moved the graves, but you didn't move the bodies. That part. Yeah. <laughs> it seems like to And then and then the entire like building the family dynamic is all fucking Spielberg because yeah. that's what Spielberg I think Spielberg saw that and was like, no, nah, yeah, I can't I can't put my name on this shit. And Let then he just you. like fixed yeah, he basically just fixed everything. Yeah. But so but yeah, it's a good it's I I think it's a great movie. It it really is. It's really a very it's it's a classic uh American horror movie for a reason. And uh mm-hmm. it's like weirdly sort of family friendly it's rated pg just yeah. wild 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 for well, something this that is before be so this is before pg-13 was, it was uh, i think this thing. probably would have been pg-13 yeah just because it's like mm-hmm. kind of scary but you get zelda rubenstein in it and she's always fun oh yeah little, little tiny great. zelda rubenstein um yeah i i liked it all right drinking highest recommend highest to recommend going out on a limb right. and saying poltergeist is pretty good are you uh gonna watch the second poltergeist the poltergeist 2 um am i gonna watch polar guys too no probably not although i'm pretty sure i've it. seen it yeah we should i think everyone should watch it because it's amazing how far how far it falls from poltergeist one which is like this is fucking phenomenal to poltergeist yeah. two which is like what the fuck is going why is this why is this native american guy just walking around like a magical <laughs> person i don't know it's weird <laughs> i don't remember anything about it um yeah, you should watch it fun fact zelda rubenstein four foot three I tower over her at my four foot eleven. <laughs> yeah, nice. Absolutely Excited. tower over. Yes. Um, anyway, I watched that. It was good. Um, you can watch it on HBO, I believe. Or sorry, Max, the one to watch for HBO. Um Okay, next. Okay, so out to the theater. So me and Andrew and a couple friends um went out and we saw Anatomy of a Fall. Birdo, have you heard mm-hmm. about this movie? I've heard of it. Yeah. It doesn't really interest me in any way. I so I didn't know anything about it. I I literally went in with zero things. If you had told me ahead of time what this movie like, the, oh, it's a French, you know, like mm, a drama about a woman who's accused of killing her husband, and it's like basically the to- the trial, I would have mm-hmm. been like hard pass. <laughs> Berto, this Same. movie was so fucking good. Okay, so is it a mood movie? I loved it. I don't I don't think it's a mood movie. And uh, it's like it's more. It's basically it's a slow movie for sure. But you kind of the the thing that's great about it is like you get to see sort of what this woman's relationship was like with her husband like as it's told you got you kind of like feel it evolve in your in your mind. You know, as it's like told basically through like the trial of her like being accused of killing him essentially. Yeah. Um it's I, I like cannot recommend it enough. I really, really enjoyed it. And the more I thought about it after it, the more I liked it, um, which I think is, is you know, a hallmark of a good movie. And the acting okay. is very, very good. The the main, the woman, the main woman in it, she's a German actress. Um, and um, uh, she's amazing. Her, her the, there's a, a little boy in the movie who's I think he's supposed to be like 12 and I think they just yeah. they really did get an actor that's around 12 he's so good like as a, a a child actor in this and like 
I, I just really, I really, really enjoyed it. I think it's, it's like a movie I'm really glad I saw in theaters too, because it's, it's one of those movies where it's like really good to just sit and like, you know, like pay attention to it and watch it and not have any distractions. Yeah. Um, highly recommend Anatomy of a Fall. No? Yes. I believe you. I believe you, Dragon. I, I, I will actually, it sounds, since you're recommending it so much, you know what I do? What? I listen to my friend's recommendations. Yes. <laughs> I'll, uh, you know. I'll I'll keep an eye out for it when it comes on streaming because I don't believe in okay. paying for things. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, it, I'm sure it'll be on streaming at some at some point. It has a 96% on Rotten Tomatoes in case you care about that. I mean, I do most of the time. And then every yeah. now and then I'm just like, are you tricked me again? Yes, I know. Rotten Tomatoes, you son of a bitch. Um, uh, I also, it's like two and a half hours long. And so everything going into this movie was me being like, would have been, if I had known anything about it, would have been me being like, oh, God, <laughs> a two and a half hour French drama. Fucking kill me now. But it's really good. French courtroom drama. A French courtroom drama. Exactly. But it's really good. And okay. I, honestly, going into it, not knowing anything was probably probably helped that a lot. So sorry. Yeah. I already told you what the plot was. <laughs> Whatever. Um, okay, next. So we went out the next day after we saw Anatomy of a Fall. Me and Andrew went to Spectacle, our favorite little independent theater, and they were doing this film series where so this guy wrote this book, right? And the book is about mm-hmm. uh famous people and the last things that they watched. So um, like Stanley Kubrick, it was eyes wide shut because he had just like finished it. I mean, the... Oh, okay, gotcha. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, um and it was just like it was like it, 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 that's the plot that's the, like the main the whole thing about the book um yeah. it's like talking about the person and then the last thing they watched and how it ties together or whatever so we went and saw this uh retrospective so one of the things that they showed was 1921's the kid and now of course i can't remember who the fuck the dead person is that watched it <laughs> it was the last thing they watched and i can't <laughs> i absolutely the name just flew out of my brain and i'll never think of it again um Perfect. franz kafka maybe maybe it was kafka Anyway, um, it, it's 19, it, this is a 1921 silent film. Um, it's Charlie Chaplin this time. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I went on my, um, what's his name? Chap- your, your, uh, your Keegan, your Keegan, I don't know, your Buster Keaton. Buster, Ke- Buster Keaton, thank you. My Yeah, my Buster Keaton rant or whatever. Um, but now, yes, Charlie Chaplin. So this is, I think this is one of the first Charlie Chaplin movies I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, like one of his better ones, seemingly. Um, well, he made a lot of movies, but he yeah. did make a lot of movies. Uh, so it's called The Kid. Uh, you can watch it wherever. <laughs> Again, it's made it was made in 1921, so it is public domain. Um, and we watched it with a live score, which was interesting. No, um, that's actually very interesting. It was really interesting, and it was it was interesting too because like this is a it's listed as a comedy drama, and it's definitely heavy on the drama. Like the mm-hmm. whole plot is basically. This lady has a child out of wedlock and she can't handle it. And she takes the baby and she puts it in a car, ho- hoping it's like the car of a rich person and that rich person will take care of her kid. And then that car gets stolen. And the people who steal the car take the baby out and like ditch him basically in some yeah. trash. And then yeah. Charlie Chaplin comes and finds the kid and ends up raising him in, you know, abject poverty as like beggars on the street like scamming people <laughs> mm-hmm. um like that's the that's the plot and that's like so pretty, fun, that's fun dark. premise yeah <laughs> fun, fun premise huh that's like very dark for a 1921 movie i feel like um yeah. and like there's some laughs in it like don't get me wrong but um it's like it's a it's a lot yeah it, and it ends on a high note so that's kind of nice 
It's a little weird, but I, I liked it. I'm glad I watched it. It's only an hour long. It's like an hour and eight minutes or something like that. Liked it overall. The score really okay. made it like the live score they did with it was yeah. pretty like downbeat. You know, it was like made it. It was like heavier on the drama than the comedy, which was interesting. Yeah, too. yeah I think that really this, influenced a lot. By the way, this was actually uh, what's his name? Chaplin's first full length film. No kidding. Yeah. Interesting. According to Wikipedia. Yeah, I believe it. I don't know. So interesting, but yeah, I like that. An right, hour well. and eight minutes is full length. I appreciate that for the nineteen twenties. <laughs> um so i watched that okay i only have one more that i will talk about um Mm -hmm. uh so uh we watched the 2023 yes 2023 movie um uh uh 2023 um comedy birdo rom-com rom i don't know it's not really a rom-com um no hard (laughs) no hard feelings Uh so this Uh is the jennifer lawrence um, my my recommendation uh, yeah, you, you recommended it. And I think somebody else recommended it to me too. Um, uh, the 2023 Jennifer Lawrence, um, you know, sexy yeah, now, comedy. Let me, let me just say, I don't, I don't think I recommended it to you, but I was I like, don't think eh, so. you, you know, talked about it. You talked about it. Yeah. Yeah. I talked about it, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't recommend this to you, but yeah, if, if I was going to recommend something, I wouldn't recommend this to you, but yeah, yeah. go ahead. Um, so yeah, it's on Netflix. Uh, you know what? We'll be okay. <laughs> that, that's right. Yeah. I was like this, I you know, I'm kind of. I'm kind of sad that this this thing bombed in the theaters because I was like, it doesn't. I don't feel like it deserved the bomb. No, I don't think it deserved. I'm I'm mildly surprised it had a theatrical release because it did feel very much like a Netflix. <laughs> like it, it didn't need to be in theaters, you know. Well, they I keep trying like. to bring back the the R rated comedy. They keep like dipping their toes yeah. to be like, is it time for an R rated comedy yet? And then it's like, oh nope, never mind. Yeah. So I mean, some of them I feel like have been pretty good, and but uh, it, it it was fine. I liked it. I thought it was fun. You see Jennifer Lawrence full frontal, so that's exciting. Yeah, basically. Um, yeah, yeah, and then a no, very do. un unsexy unsexy yes. uh time. It's not like like t- there. She definitely dresses sometimes where I was like, Jesus Christ, she she is uh, that is she's, a she's a beautiful lady. That's yeah. a that's a beautiful woman. And yeah. then and then the scene where she's just like, I'm just gonna go full full ass naked. It is not not accentuating her looks. Let's say that. No, it's not. But, but I I like that. I thought it was fun. But it was like, fun. Yeah, it, it was great. it's like it was it's great. a comedy. Like it's like you know, yeah. it's like played as a comedy. I'm, I'm, I I you know what? I clap I clap for the fact that she she at some point read that in the script and went, "Okay, I'm down for this." Yeah, and I'm sure. like, "You know what? I applaud that." Yeah. Thank you. Like I think I think it's I think it it definitely hit the mark of what it was trying to achieve. I agree. I think I think um, female nudity out of the context of like sex is fun. <laughs> you know, it's just like it then you make you like make it the same as like when you see like a male dick in a in a movie and it's funny, you know, it's just like <laughs> uh-huh. it's a floppy little dick or whatever. It's, it's funny. Um, but yeah, I, I liked it. I, I thought it was funny. I, I the plot is ridiculous, but that's fine. Yeah, yeah. Apparently it's based on a true story. Yeah, well, it's based on a it's based on a one post on Craigslist, yeah. and that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True story. True story. Uh, <laughs> Every, I, do you, yeah. Do you agree with me that the ending it kind of felt like there was ten five ten minutes missing? I I don't think it. I I don't think so. It, I think it was it more just like felt like sorry. I think they just were like, let's just wrap it up and give it kind of a happy ending. Mm-hmm. And you're like, All I right. took. Yeah, I was like, is that that's how it's ending? It feels like there's five minutes on the cutting room floor somewhere. Yeah, but you know, whatever. Who, okay. who am Every, I to criticize that movie? Listen, everybody learned a lesson in the movie. Okay, what ah, are you gonna do? Good point. That's all you can ask for. Uh, yeah, but I, I overall, I, I think if you're looking for like an R-rated comedy, you could do worse, for sure. Especially a newer yeah. one. 
Yeah, so I give, fully agree. Give it a shot. Um, right. So that is no hard feelings. Okay, that's it. Berto, why don't you tell me about what you watch in a little segment? We had to call Berto on the bed. All right, dragons go first. I'm very excited about about this. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna do what what do best friends do, dragon? They take each other's advice. So you told me the movie that you said affected your life the most was <laughs> 2023's Barbie. You basically feel like that this is your this is your spirit your spirit animal at this point. I don't know about that, but okay. I just I was excited for I, you to watch it so I could hear. I watched 2023's Barbie, starring your girl Margot Robbie, yes. your boy Ryan. Goslin, and then a bunch of other people who are meaningless to the character. To the <laughs> actually, actually, Simulu is pretty. Uh, he's he's he affects yeah. the, the narrative somewhat. I agree. And then I agree just a bunch of other people who are yeah, in yeah, the yeah. dragon. Ah, I did not enjoy this movie. You didn't like Barbie. What's wrong with you? Um. So here's my take on this. Yeah. I feel like Ryan Goslin read the script and okay. was like. I got it. I understand what's happening here. And Margot Robbie read the script and was like, I th- I got it. I think I know what's going on here. And they didn't talk to each other because they're <laughs> both in different movies. And who, who directed this? Greta Gerwig? Yeah, Greta, Greta Gerwig. She was like, all right, I'll just make two different movies there and just mesh them together. You love Greta Gerwig. <laughs> I, I do I do like to get week, but I I feel like the movie that Ryan Gosling is isn't yeah. which yeah. is over the top silly ridiculous yeah. nothing fucking makes sense this is great <laughs> we're all having fun here that's the movie that I came to see yeah and the movie that Margot Robbie is in is like serious for no fucking reason she she for the most part in the entire movie is such she is so mean. To fucking Ryan Gosling, that it honestly made me hate her. <laughs> She's so mean to him that I was like, "You got it!" Like I, I was getting angry at the movie because I was like, "You got to give me something to like yeah, root to for like, this like, character." Because yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to see her get better. In fact, I want to see <laughs> Ryan Gosling get even with her because she teaches him so poorly. So that's why when fucking he bar- he goes to the real world. And learns about the patriarchy, which I was like, this is so fucking stupid. But I mean, he, he basically is like, oh, if you do push-ups and ride a horse and get a car that you like, that's the patriarchy. And I'm like, I wish. My favorite thing about that was how he thought the patriarchy was horses for a little bit. Yeah, he thought the patriarchy was based around horses, which is hilarious. <laughs> that's what I'm th- that, that Ryan Gosling was in the movie that I wanted to see. Which yeah. is just, we're just making fun of everything, which is like fucking great. And I loved it. But Margot Robbie like just ruined the movie by being like, I want to be in a serious movie about taking down patriarchy and telling people like how it is to be a woman and then blah, 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 blah. And it's like, but I, I was so happy when Ryan Gosling went back and like introduced the patriarchy. Also, the movie doesn't make sense. No, the movie is about how like how basically, um, you know, women run if women run uh, Barbie world, then it's perfect. Mm-hmm. And then men run the real world and it's like terrible. Yeah. But then Ryan Gosling like learns about the patriarchy and then they're like and then he like tries to get a job in the real world. And they're like, no, you actually need to get like essentially <laughs> proving there's no patriarchy. So then he has to I'm like, wait, what the fuck is this movie talking about? Well, it's I think like, I think the I think the whole patriarchy thing is like when he went back to Barbie Land and and instilled the patriarchy at Rugby Ruin yeah, Barbie and Land. I, that also didn't make sense to me. The the, the that, that the whole thing didn't make sense to me whatsoever. When when it's like, oh, he brainwashed him somehow. I was like, how did he brainwash him? I don't understand. 
that. Do you think that? Like, do you think that your tiny man brain just couldn't handle it? Do you oh, think? Yeah, like, yeah. Just... And then, and then, stupid fucking uh, what's her name? Um, who was the secretary in the movie? Uh, America Ferrera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She she just gives some dumb speech, and then suddenly it's like, oh my god, it broke us out of our spell of the patriarchy. Yeah. And I'm like, she all she did was just be like, hey, you know how? Hey guys, being a human is hard. Uh huh. But I'm just gonna say that it's only for women because this doesn't apply to men. And I'm like, all you said was just human. It, being a human is difficult. Is a difficult thing. Okay. I can take the same shit and apply that to a guy. But for some reason, she's like, this is something that only us women experience. I'm like, the fuck did, is this woman talking did about? You, anyway. Did you feel personally attacked by Barbie I, Birdo? Is that I did. I, did. I was so <laughs> angry. Um, yeah, and then it's just like this entirely dumb plot where they just like make a plan to like free the girls and then mm-hmm. this. And by the way, the the fucking Ken battle, the Ken battle is I I was like I wish enti- this entire movie was on this level. Yeah. That was the stuff that again, Brian Gosling. That was the stuff I I really I th- enjoyed. I understand what you're saying. I think Oh my god, I'm sorry. I'm, I think I think, I think I think the two like those two like alternating parts of the movie worked fine together for me but i see what I, you mean I, they're like different tones it just sure. it, i really it's like ryan goslin is giving me the fun dumb movie that i want yeah. and then margot robbie has to come in and fucking ruin it by trying to be serious yeah and like will farrow is in this movie for no fucking reason correct that I is mean, correct. literally it's like <laughs> you could just cut his entire his entire character and plot line just cut it completely out of the movie and nothing would have changed yeah um yeah i unfortunately i just didn't like it dragon i'm sorry Shame. i'm sorry but would you appreciate the memes more now or no yes yes <laughs> i do like the memes the i'm and just again, ken <laughs> or i'm kenuff <laughs> i'm kenuff which always makes me wonder dragon why are yeah. we not kenuff for you <laughs> uh you giant baby sorry you can't you can't I, stay here i don't know where I, you go but you can't stay here <laughs> Like Ryan Gosling is just there. He's in a comedy. And then Margot Robbie is distinctly not in a comedy. Yeah. Like he has all the jokes. She is a straight man in the movie, but her straight man just ruins all the jokes. I don't I don't think it ruins all the jokes. I think it ruins the jokes. And then the whole ending just didn't make fucking sense to me whatsoever. Just because the the daughter was like, Oh, no, it's not it's not good that that they because you know you can't have love stories anymore that's a big problem in movies now sure. like love stories don't exist because yeah. that, that's bad for some reason mm-hmm. women well, you know how dragon you're a woman right yes you know you know how you hate you hate love yeah as a woman i mean to yeah. be fair i'm maybe not the right one <laughs> to talk to you about you, like... you hate you hate seeing a story where two people like fall for each other it's mm-hmm. the universal thing that's existed for in every single story since the beginning yeah, of time that is correct. we can't have that at all but I will and say. so the movie doesn't know how to end and it just ends with Margot Robbie then becoming a person, which then just made me go like, I don't understand the logic in this movie. I don't know what's and this is the problem with like having such a serious character in Barbie when because yeah. when Ryan Gosling is there, I'm not questioning the world. I'm not right. questioning like, how does these worlds exist? What's yeah, going yeah. on? Blah, blah, blah. I'm just like, this is a good time. This yeah. is, I'm having a good time. When Margot Robbie is there, I'm questioning how does this world exist? Who's running the world? I don't understand how Barbie Land is. Barbie Land just one person's perception of Barbie, or is it like the universal perception of Barbie? Why is Will Ferrell like? Why are they trying to like? I don't understand what's happening. I think you thought about it a little too much because Margot Robbie's ruining the movie for me. 
Anyway, okay. what I suggest is yeah. we have a sequel to Barbie called Ken. And it's just about <laughs> Ken being Knuff. I, I honestly, I think it would do really well. <laughs> yeah, I think so too. Um, I think anyway, we can sorry. still can still go ahead and uh, yeah, you should. I'm just no, glad no, you apologize for just, your bad for your bad take. Just, just, just no, just just get her out of there. Just get her, get a real, get a real director. You know, we I've, again, Dragon. I, we tried it. We tried it. We tried it. We tried letting women write and direct movies. You like, like, can we just stop it? You like every other Greta Gerwig movie? I do. She's fucking great. She's great. I, again, I was excited when I heard about this movie. I haven't seen Little Women. I should watch that movie, by the way. Yeah, I fucking, you like she's. You know she, what's they... funny? You know what's funny about Little Women, though? I really disliked the first half of Little Women. And then mm-hmm. at a certain point, the movie just got me. It just went like, you're into this now. And I went, oh, my God, you're right. I am into this now. And I love the second half. And I don't know how or why. And I have no, like, previous attachment to Little Women either. I should, Yeah, I should watch it. Because, I, like, I I do like Greta Gerwig's movies. Yeah. Um, I like... What's this? Let me look what the movies that she made. Uh, Lady Bird. I love Lady Bird. Yep. Lady Bird's um, great. Did she make Frances Ha or was she just yeah, in Frances I think she made Frances Ha, right? I think so. I don't I know. Can't, I'm, she I'm started some... it, but I don't. I don't. Or was that with her husband, maybe? I, I don't know. Uh, IMDb changed how they do things, and now I'm just like confused. Now it's confusing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I can't. I don't know what's happening right now. Yeah, that's fair. But anyway, um, yeah, I, I, I do like her as a. Uh, I she's a great I think she's really good as a director and writer and all that stuff it's yeah. just I don't know Barbie just it just didn't hit me the way I, I wanted it to I'm sorry yeah. um, that's okay I forgive you I got I was wondering if it was going to I think it was really going to be like a hit or miss thing yeah and I like I get both sides I see why people love it and I also see why people I see why people love it which is like oh you the the Ryan Gosling was enough to overtake the Margot Robbie parts and the people yeah. who hate it it's like the Margot Robbie parts was too much to overtake the Ryan Gosling parts yeah anyway um i would suggest you everyone just watch the ryan gosling scenes and that's it um she did not direct francis ha but she did write it and star in it okay that's I, a don't great th- I don't know if she was the only writer her i bet her, i bet it was noah bomb yeah noah Bombeck was also one of the writers okay it is a great movie i really liked francis ha a lot i had her. yeah I, I did too it was great uh all right let's move on Next. okay uh i watched a little movie called the black coat's daughter now dragon this is a movie that I think is perfectly built for you. <laughs> Why? Okay. Are you about to shit on it? <laughs> no, no, actually, no. I'm not. Okay, okay. So, okay. So, this is an A24 movie. Dragon, oh, I'm going to sell this A24. movie to you. Okay. okay. Yep. You sold me so far. Movie. Yep. Got it. 93 minutes. Oh, I'm in. Um, it's, I'm going to say it's a horror movie, air quote horror movie. Okay. Uh, I would call it more of a suspense thriller movie, but um, th- this is an interesting movie. So it's far, starring uh, Emma Roberts and uh, apparently the chick who plays um who's the Sabrina? Oh yeah, the teenage okay. witch. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. So, um, yeah. So this movie is a movie that's like it's slow paced, and the first, I'm gonna say, eighty minutes. I'm like, I'm not sure what's going on right now. Mm-hmm. It's like they're showing three different girls, mm-hmm. and um, basically, like yeah, they're showing the story of three different girls who are um they're kind of like waiting for their parents to pick them up. They're like, like at a boarding school of some sort. Yeah. And it keeps like throwing, throwing like things at you where I'm like, some guy shows up and it's like, is that guy going to be a, is he going to be a creep? Yeah. And it's like, okay, no, 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 he's not. Oh, is this, is this going to be something inappropriate? No, no, it's not. So it's kind of like throwing you things where it's like, is, is the story going to be this? And it's like, no. Okay. Is the story going to be this? No, it's no is the story going to be this. No, it's not. And then something happens right at the end that like 80 minutes in 
where I'm like, I, the entire time I was like, I don't know. I, I'm not feeling this at all. Yeah, it's yeah. just not good. And then something just puts in, it's like the perfect little like puzzle piece that suddenly I'm like, wow. Wow. Like, <laughs> I don't even think it's, I, it doesn't even make the story amazing. It's such a s- simple linear story that's told in the way that like when the ending piece comes in, I'm like, I can't believe, I can't believe I didn't see that coming. And my brain just like, I don't even know if it's a good movie anymore. Except <laughs> the fact that, like, I really just enjoyed the way that it was put together. Okay, so, that's fair. Uh, yeah, I and I think this is a movie you would enjoy. It's like it's slow, and again, the first like forty minutes, I'm like, I don't know what's happening. I'm not even really sure what like if it's even good or anything. But yeah, I think if you just hold on until the end, you get it's really rewarding. But okay. I would suggest it for you, Dragon. It's on Max right now, so. Okay. Yeah, I I would I would I would like seriously I think you would you would enjoy it. All right. Okay. All right. Next dragon. Yes. I watched a little movie called New York Ninja. This was for how did this get made? It's it's I'm gonna, it's, I'm gonna say it's a 2021 film. It was filmed in the 80s. Um, what happened was uh, it was like someone filmed it and then kind of threw it away as like, oh, it's not really work, which was uh, John Liu. He filmed it and kind of threw it away. He filmed it for like no money okay, and threw it away. It was like a ninja movie. And um, someone found it and like re-edited it. Like not re-edited, they edited it with the intention of like, what is this guy trying to say? John Liu, who I think he's either living in Vietnam right now or he might've died very recently. Okay. But they re-edited it and then they re, like they, they had to dub all the voices because there was no audio whatsoever. Okay. So it, it was a lot of like lip reading and like trying to figure out what people are saying and stuff like that. Um, it, this is a crazy movie that, is so much fun. It reminded me a lot of um, Miami Connection. Oh, I love that movie. Yeah, it's it's like one of those. I think it's one of those movies that like it's so fucking weird and out there that it's great. Uh, <laughs> okay. I mean, it was on How Did This Get Made, and I fucking yeah, yeah. I loved it. I truly love this movie. It was great. Interesting. Like it's it's great and it's great in all the worst ways. Okay. So ten out of ten. Highest of recommend. Uh, it's currently on Showtime. Okay. Next. Dragon, I watched a movie that you suggested I watch, A Haunting in Venice. Why? I mean, I figured, I figured you were going to watch it because you had seen the other two and you yeah. liked it. Yeah. Yeah, I was I was a fan of the uh, of of what was happening with your boy. Hercule Poet. Hercule. Hercule Poet. Hercule. All right. <laughs> yeah. Um, we're going to get banned from France for sure. <laughs> we're not allowed. Yeah, yeah like, I, like I care. Like yeah, I, I care. Never gonna also, go I think I think in the movie he's um he's from uh what's it called? Well, not not the the France. That's not France. Um, Belgium. Oh, is he really? I think so. I think I the character think, from there. I don't think I knew that. I I that, for some reason in my head that's that's in there. I don't know if that's even true. Anyway, yes. um, yeah, this was like I think uh, of the three, I think this was the best one. Yeah, agreed. Um, and as much as you're like, oh, this was starring people I, you didn't recognize, I, I kind of recognize everyone, almost everyone. Really? Not almost everyone. Uh, I recognize a good amount of them. Interesting. Um, I, Rick Tina Fey, obviously, Michelle yes. Yeoh, Jamie Doran, I recognize him. Kyle Allen, I recognize him. Uh, what's her name? The the redhead, the one who... I was just about to say something, but if you haven't seen it, I'm not going to spoil anything. Yeah, don't spoil the re- it. The, the one whose daughter uh, yes. is dead. Yes. basically um i recognize her because i had seen like two movies recently starring her 
And I was very annoyed because it was a British movie and it was a horror movie and they didn't show them boobies. <laughs> and I was like, got he- she's got heavies. Yeah. Why didn't they show? I was very mad. No, so they definitely didn't show it in this one either. But the movies were decent. So, yeah. Um, yeah. But this one, you were, I wasn't expecting it to, to, to be shown. And those yeah. are what I was, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Yeah. I, I liked it. I thought it was good. Uh, I do like this guy's uh, interpretation of... <laughs> yes. Same. I agree. Um, Even though I didn't really care for one one of the other ones, I forget which one I didn't like that much. Yeah. Um, I don't know if he's gonna keep uh making these. I have no idea actually. But uh, you know, I, I would I would be very interested if he makes another one of with uh of this character. Yeah. Anyway, let's move on. Next, Dragon. I watched a 2023 horror movie called The Boogeyman, loosely based on a uh what's the name? Loosely based um, on The Boogeyman. <laughs> I think it's loosely based on a Stephen King short story or something. Yeah, it and it's like right. it, it's it's okay. I mean, it's just an average horror movie. Yeah. Nothing too great. Yeah. But it's it's fine. It's fine. It's decent. You could do you could do you could do better, you could do worse. Okay. All right. Uh that one's on Hulu. Uh next, I watched a 2021. It's called a horror, uh, horror movie called... Yeah, it's a horror movie. Sorry. I don't know why I was confused. It's I know. Called... I was like... <laughs> <laughs> I'm the one who saw it. It's called uh, Things Heard and Seen. It's currently on the Netflix machine. Mm-hmm. It's starring your girl, Amanda Seyfried, and James Norton. Oh, interesting. Um, it is... Actually, so it was a good movie right up until the ending. And then the ending, I think, just spoiled it. But it was like it, it was good because like I like the family drama of it, yeah. which is basically Amanda Seyfried is kind of like they move upstate because the guy's like gets a tenureship at a job, and then slowly it's revealed that he's actually just a lying piece of shit, and Amanda Seyfried just slowly is finding that stuff out too. And I was mm-hmm. like, that's the interesting stuff. And then there's also like ghosts in the house, but <laughs> um. Here's the thing in the movie, the ghosts like so. If you're a good person, yeah, good ghosts, you attract good ghosts. Oh, okay. If you're a bad person, you attract bad ghosts. So okay. Amanda Seyfried uh sees a ghost and thinks she's going like nuts and doesn't understand is like scared and everything. And then one day, one of the guys, like someone who lives around there, sees like a sees kind of the ghost and he's like, "Ooh, okay, we're not alone here." And he's like, "Oh, don't worry, don't worry. The ghost is here to help you." He's uh-huh. here to protect you. He's not. It's not a. It's not a problem. And she kind of like, oh my! And I was like, that's so such an interesting concept of yeah. like, if you're a good person, the good ghosts go to you and will protect you, and like help you. And if you're a bad person, the ghosts will like the bad ghosts will get like, into your brain you? and make you worse. Yeah. Okay. Um. And those things were interesting, but then the ending happened, and I was just like, oh, God. All right. Fair enough. All right. Anyway. It's on Netflix. It's a five out of ten, I guess. Okay. Next, Dragon, your favorite movie, Hell House. I love that movie. Hell House LLC. Thank you very much. Yeah, Hell House LLC. Uh, The second movie was not good. The third movie was better, but not as good as the original. Yeah. The fourth movie just came out called LLC. LLC Origins, the Carmichael Manor. Mm -hmm. Basically, just same person made a similar concept but okay. with a different manner and um with a different house say, is what you're saying yeah i will say this guy the uh the director of all these movies the writer director he's definitely he's got a he's got a niche let's <laughs> just say he's got a niche 
Yeah. They're all the fucking same. And you know what? I'm actually very happy that he decided to change houses. <laughs> try to make a different story. Yeah. Um it, did he is this is this is the um crux of the story also that they made a haunted house that people no, are no, come no. To? Okay. No, it's just someone who's like a ghost it's like a YouTube ghost investigator mm. to, to go to a house and stay there for five days that's supposedly haunted and like record everything. And uh once you know it finds one that actually is haunted. Um okay. so there were parts where I was like, oh, okay, this is too much, it's too over the top. Like, you yeah. know, it's just a subtlety to all these things. And yeah. then there were parts where I was like, oh, okay, that's that's reminding me of the original. But overall, like, I think it's a decent movie. I think it was like, it's good. It's okay. I, I think I think Hell House is like that. That's just like fucking everything. Everything just worked perfectly. Yeah, yeah. This one, it's like not everything's working perfectly, but it enough work to make it a good movie. Okay, that's fair. All right. And yeah. I like the idea of just like, all right, let's just, you know, throwing some shit together to be like, hey, we're still the same story as it's still the, the so same ghost as that place but don't worry <laughs> don't worry brand new place and i'm yeah. glad that it's a refreshing to see a new place that's fair okay all right next yes dragon oh and that one's on uh, shutter and this right yeah sorry that okay. one's on shutter okay um finally i watched a movie on stars called summoning sylvia do you I have literally... stars why do you have stars I, I somehow i have stars don't ask me why <laughs> okay <laughs> One day I'm going to get a bill. I'm going to be like, oh, that's why I have stars. My, <laughs> my son hit too many buttons on my remote. I was like, that's not like a regular streaming service that people have. I don't know what I, you're doing. So just so you know, I literally picked this movie about as random as you can pick. Mm-hmm. I just saw this and was like, it looks like they're doing a seance. My chick loves, um, she loves haunted movies, like yeah. haunted house movies. That's her, yeah. that's her niche. And I was like, fuck it. Looks like a haunted house movie. Let's fucking go. I'm just clicking yes and go. And right off the bat, it was like, oh, my God, I think I'm going to love this movie. <laughs> Basically, take four men who are gay. Okay. Who are, but they're not just gay, Dragon. They're like cinematically gay. <laughs> like, like over the top. Sure. Gay. Like, I'm sure there's gay people who go like, I can't watch this movie because it's just it's the worst. It's just so it's like a stereotypical. Like, yeah. yeah. But okay. I'm like, yes, but I think the joke, not the joke, but I think the fun is that they get to be like that. And they're right. going over the top. They're they're themselves, but they're like 10. They're up to right. 10. Right, right, right. Um, basically, they they are like having a, a honeymoon, not, uh, not a honeymoon, um, bachelor party. Okay. One of them is getting married. They have a bachelor party. They rent a house that supposedly is haunted. And then they do a seance. And then, like, um, you know, stuff stuff's happening. And I will just say that the movie is really funny. It's funny. It's funny. It's good. And yeah. it goes places where I don't didn't expect it. And then the ending happens. And I was like, that's actually a really sweet ending. I like the ending. Okay. Um is it a like it's a movie. horror is it a horror comedy? It's yeah, it's a horror comedy. Okay, okay. It's more comedy than horror. And okay. like the jokes are funny. I, I don't know. I, I, I think if you just plugged my brain, someone just plugged into my brain and was like, Berto, what kind of comedy would you like? And they just made it just yeah. for me, specifically for me. So I like that. I, they, I like know. that a comedy specifically for you is starring four gay men and about uh, uh, mm-hmm. seance. <laughs> and, and at one point, a uh, one of the characters brother, one of the characters um, boyfriend's brother shows up who just got out of the army. And they keep, for some reason, they think he's homophobic, but he's not. I, like, it's just <laughs> funny how at the end, he kind of breaks down and he's like, I don't know, like, 
I, I never like growing up, I never knew any gay people. And then all of a sudden my brother's gay and I just got out of the army. And like now I'm in a house with four gay guys and you guys started calling me faggot. He's like crying. And he's like, it hurt. You, I thought you were attacking me. <laughs> and it was just it was fun and wholesome. It just it was a sweet movie. Okay. Like, let's not say wholesome because it's definitely a rated R movie. OK, that's fair. But um, but it's wholesome. It's wholesome. I, I enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. It's literally someone made a oh, comedy for me. Anyway, um, you know, recommend on stars. All right, Dragon. That that's that's it. I I know I rambled on for a while, but that's we okay. gotta we gotta move on. Dragon. We have we gotta to move, move on. on. I can't believe how much time you just took. All right, we let, we made it, Dragon. Yes. Let's enter our final segment, Dragon at the movies. Dragon. Yes. I picked this week. I picked a 1988 sports rom-com i guess you could say i would say rom-com yes it's currently it's sorry boulder it is on hbo max it's one hour 48 minutes it is directed by your boy uh i'm sorry i just lost my spot by your boy it's written and directed by your boy ron shelton it Mm -hmm. is starring kevin costner tim robbins and suzanne suzanne susan sarandon Susan Sarandon, my brain, my brain. Yeah, no, you're doing great. It's late. You're it's late. It's getting late. It's getting absolutely late. Absolutely doing Susan amazing. Susan Sarandon. All right, Dragon. This is considered one of the best baseball movies. Thoughts, opinions. First, give me one of your world famous okay. Dragon at the movies synopsis. Okay, so basically, you you you've already summarized this for us before, but basically, mm-hmm. Bull Durham is about a. Uh, uh susan sarandon picks a minor league baseball player to fuck for a season and helps them become a better baseball player (laughs) and that is essentially what what this movie is about i mean yeah it is essentially what this movie is about i mean you know kevin costner is also in the movie but okay yes p.s but you know it's really a susan sarandon tale um yeah i uh it's so, it's let, an interesting concept it's very it's very 80s in a in a very particular way it's like witches of eastwick 80s i feel like yeah so i picked this movie because i'd seen it recently and i was like oh like because i'd seen it in the past like i'm a baseball fan every yeah. every baseball fan has seen this movie and i'd seen it in the past and then i saw it like recently like within the last couple months and i was like oh i i still i think it's fucking still amazing and great and then i was like wait is it actually amazing or great or is it just because i love baseball yeah. And I was like, you know what, Dragon? Uh, you're the person who's going to tell me this. So I basically gave it to you and was like, is it just me or is it, or is this actually a great movie? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, let's, let's talk about it, Dragon. I, okay. So I, this is, this is a baseball centered rom-com, correct? Mm-hmm. I don't generally like rom-coms. Um, I, didn't hate this to be honest i didn't think it was that bad i was surprised at the amount that you were like yeah the baseball's so good in it because it didn't feel like that to me like it didn't feel like the baseball was portrayed like in a league of their own baseball is like another character right okay yeah it didn't it didn't feel like that in this i was like i every time i watched tim robbins like throw a ball i was like i don't know (laughs) um you are seeing well so just so you understand uh tim robbins is mimicking another baseball player he's doing a Valenzuela style so that's why it kind of looks weird because that guy had a weird way of pitching Pitching. the ball now Kevin Costner that man can play ball you know why that man can play ball because he actually played played, he played baseball up until college and then he got cut oh okay all right so he was a baseball player right up until college that's why he looks so natural 
so he got cut in college and and like or and he was never like, played you know in college no he got cut he tried out for the team he was on the team and then got cut mm. and after so that he, he really like, so oh. he really channeled that into this minor league uh yeah. but yeah okay yeah yeah and then it. after that he was like you know what i'm gonna try this acting thing see if that helps see if that see if that gets going and jesus christ they didn't get going it did but, it, um, sure, it sure did um yeah so he he actually looks apart he also looks like like a baseball player so it's not he just does. like i will i will say this there is something weird about how Kev, how much kevin costner looks like he belongs like in baseball in some way shape or form yeah like just wearing the uniform it's like <laughs> he just looks like he, he he wears it normally whereas tim robbins by the way, they they did have Tim Robbins wear it a little too big, the outfit, yeah. because he, Tim Robbins in the movie, he's about 30. So he is a 30 year old man when this was made. Yeah. Um, He's supposed to be playing an 18 year old. No, he is not. Yeah. Yeah. He's supposed and, and to be was, 18 in this movie? First of all, ew. Yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. Uh, Susan Sarandon is supposed to be like late 30s. 30, yeah. 35 ish. And Susan Kevin Costner also 35 ish. Yeah. Susan Sarandon but, and Kevin Costner seem like adults. Tim Robbins, I knew he was p- supposed to be playing young, but I didn't think he was supposed to be playing like 18. I thought he was supposed to be yeah. playing like 25. No, he was supposed to, well, I mean, 25 is very old for a baseball prospect, but that, that's what I mean by he's supposed to be 18 because the 18 year old is a fucking baseball prospect, not a 25. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. That, I, I just so, never thought, I just didn't think about it because like the idea that he was, he would be 18 and this is ridiculous. <laughs> now, I, I will say, I think the thing about League of Their Own is watching the girls enjoying playing yes. baseball. And you can see that in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, this one, I think that the joy of it is not the baseball, baseball, but the, out like the peripheral baseball yeah stuff. yeah yeah yeah. so i think that's really why like i like this movie and it's like i say it's a it's a baseball movie made for people who enjoy baseball because um there's so much shit in this that like i don't think other people would even think about like yeah. the, the the scene where they all come together in the, on the mound on the mound yeah. and it's like they're literally having six different conversations <laughs> none of which are about the game no and it's just like a like that's a famous scene by the way because like it's like what do they talk about when they're out there like you always <laughs> think that and it's like i wonder what they're talking about are they like oh you know are they trying to tell them like hey you make sure you do this hey i'm yeah, doing this yeah. and blah 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 and it's like no these guys are literally out there talking about what to get someone in for a wedding like <laughs> oh my my glove is cursed he's like oh my 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 old man is here so i can't concentrate <laughs> So uh, that, the, that's a i did like that part scene. and i yeah. remember i also remember you telling me about that scene so when i was watching it, i was like oh this is funny like this i, I like this part. there were i okay. mean there were parts that i like really enjoyed about this I, like overall i liked the movie like i think it was funny and like it was like fun to see susan sarandon just be like horny for baseball <laughs> or for <laughs> baseball church, players yeah, yeah the, the church of baseball basically I was like, I was very much like, oh, that's why Berto likes this because he also worships at the Church of Baseball. You just like um, don't find a player to fuck every every season. <laughs> not just that, but I think Annie's such a well written character because yeah, she's I, not just. I agree. She's not just like she. She's not just like oh, I'm horny for a baseball player, or right. oh, I'm trying to nurture a young pitcher right. into becoming a. Like you can see that she goes there and she does her homework. She's sitting there, she knows writing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. writing things out doing scouting reports writing and then giving people advice mm-hmm. um and then like talk she talks like she knows about baseball and she uh the other girl millie she's giving her advice as to how to be 
basically she's like i this is my this is my minion i'm trying to teach her to be myself and she's giving her like advice as to how to do it not just that but like advice as to like how to also judge things yeah so like one of the first things she asks is like oh uh tim robbins how how uh, his name is ebby Mm-hmm. Um, how how is it how is how is he like him? How what do you what are your intentions like? What do you what do you what are your takes on him? And the the girl's like, oh, he fucks like he pitches. He's all over the place. <laughs> and I'm like, that's a great line. I I I also thought that was a good line. I thought that was really good. I also I kind of liked how like non judgmental everybody was about Susan Sarandon and about Millie, the other yeah. the other chick that every everybody fucks, you know? Mm-hmm. I was like, I kinda like that. There's just like, yeah, she really knows baseball. <laughs> she and she's they all know what she's up to. They all have heard the stories. Like apparently she's really good at like good douching. Sure. And like they also understand that like she's going to help that person. It's <laughs> it's such this weird concept that isn't that is you only exist in minor league baseball, which is you literally only exist to make the big league stronger. Right. So the entire purpose of the minor leagues is to take a Tim Robbins and mold him so that he can go into the majors. Yeah. Like it, it is such an interesting thing that they just not just took that as like, hey, it's not just the managers who are doing it, but like Kevin Costner is brought in specifically to just babysit Tim Roberts. It's like you yeah. have to get into his head. You have to help him. He is still a boy with a man's arm. You yeah. have to turn that boy into a man. And Kevin Costner is like, oh, Jesus Christ, I can't believe I have to fucking do this shit. And then like um, and Susan Sarandon is also like, it's my job to turn this boy into a man. It is. It's like everyone understands that the goal of the team of the goal of everything is to take Tim Robbins and make get him physically and mentally ready to go to the major league team. And like, that's what I think is so interesting about the movie is that like you have two different people trying to help the same character and in doing so those two fall in love yeah i i i also thought that was interesting i have a question about the about tim robbins and rocket okay so they're like oh he has this amazing gift to, he can throw a ball really fast right like that's mm-hmm. his amazing yes. gift um but if you can't aim that ball for shit does that count <laughs> does that so that's, that's i have a question that's my that's my question that's part of it is okay. like you he has the he has the materials but he still needs some work. And that's kind of what the minors league is for is like, you have the gifts, but we have to develop the gifts. Right. And um, for him, yes. And this is like a common thing. It's if anything, this is like an, a, a story you hear all the time, which is like someone has like a fucking flamethrower for a, a cannon for a goddamn arm. Yeah. But like he, they have to learn to aim it. In fact, one of the greatest baseball pitchers of all time, um, Sandy Koufax, he was known for like throwing insanely fucking hard. Yeah. And um, his early careers, he was like fucking the ball was everywhere, yeah. just throwing it wildly like a crazy person. And then one day he even said like, oh, I just stopped trying to throw it as hard as humanly possible. And then I actually and then he had control. It. He had control over the yeah. ball. <laughs> and suddenly. Then he he basically had six years where he was the greatest pitcher on the planet. And then his arm, they basically were like, you have to retire or else your arm's going to fall off. Yeah, yeah, that checks out. So. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's like a common thing. So this one, it's like he it's not just like he's got he base and what I love is that his personality is the way he pitches, the yeah. Tim Robbins. It's like he is like he is full of himself, but he's not. 
Yeah. He thinks he's full of himself, but he's really not because when when it comes down to it, he's like he can't fucking control things. And it's like he's it's like he's gifted, but he needs guidance. He needs fucking yeah. Kevin Costner to come in and just be a positive male role model. He needs Kevin Costner to be his dad. And he, he needs-, needs Susan Sarandon to be his weird fucking mom, I guess. But they both are giving him just advice to get fucking to get him to 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 to, to get him mentally ready to be able to pitch. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, yeah, and I liked, I liked all the little things that they would all try. It's like here, you gotta. She's just, she's telling him fucking bullshit because she knows it's like this is all psychological. Once you yeah. get your brain ready, you're good. And it's like, oh, you gotta breathe out of this eyelid, and it's literally all just to get him to stop thinking. Yeah. Stop fucking thinking about what you're doing because you're overthinking everything. I, you're overanalyzing everything. I also did like a um, uh, was it Kevin? Wait, was it Tim Robbins says at some point. Oh, Annie told me to do whatever you say. I think it was that. Yeah. It was that. It wasn't the other way around, right? Correct, and, yeah. And Kevin Costner was like, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, of course. <laughs> she doesn't, he... she know we both are trying to do the same fucking thing, you big dumb dummy. Yeah. And and I, I like that. And I also like when when Susan Sarandon's like, you should I wanna have sex with you. And he's like, no, because if I have sex with you, I'm gonna start losing again. And then she's like, ask Crash, go ask him. There's no <laughs> correlation to this. And he's like, No, he said he said you don't fuck with a winning streak. <laughs> Which is uh, like that's what every like you always hear these things that like baseball players have these uh, the weirdest centric yeah. things that they have. They, so every single one of them, them has like mild OCD just through yeah. the rituals. Yeah. It was a baseball pitcher in the 80s who would like literally scream at the ball. <laughs> so there's like <laughs> videos of him just like talking to the ball, like screaming at it, like, the fuck are you doing? Blah, blah, blah. And he, he was great for like a, a, a couple of years and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so you have all these like weird stories about baseball because it's just a weird, they're just weird people. Yeah. Um, she also gives them the nickname, which is Nuke, which I think is a great nickname. It is a good nickname. I I loved and I, there's so such little pieces that I really love. Like when uh, Crash is having a nap bat and he's having this internal dialogue. In fact, yeah. all the internal dialogue to me is great. Yeah, because Crash, you see him like trying to be like, all right, he's like, you see him working out what's happening, but then also be like, come on, don't don't think, stop thinking, stop thinking, yeah, this yeah. and that. And then you see it made, Tim it made me feel like Crash is like a little too in his head, and like that's probably one of the reasons he never made it to the majors. Um, he just didn't have the gifts. Okay, or that. But yeah, he didn't have the physical gifts, and he didn't yeah. make it to the majors for a couple of weeks. He says. Yeah, but he got. He just yeah, he just he to some people just they just they don't have it, you know. Yeah. They're good. They're good enough to get also almost get there, and then they just they just can't. Yeah. And it's I mean, like so damn, it's so sad. It's just like, oh, to to think that that's like that's his big thing in the movie is that he can't. He is the record holder for the most home runs in the minor leagues, and he's ashamed of it. Yeah, he's like, oh, he's just like, I'm the best. I'm the best that never did it. That never got yeah. there. I, which I understand. It, it just because if you have, if you were the home run record holder for the minor leagues, I would think that means you were in the minor leagues for too long, right? Yeah. Like that's like really what it says, right? Mm-hmm. And that's basically what they say too. Yeah, basically. Um, and I, I also love the man. I, I really just love the little things in this movie. Like, there's a scene where, uh, what's his name, Kevin. Con- Kevin Costner is like telling Tim Robbins, like, throw this pitch. And Tim yeah. Robbins, like, shaking him off. And then he tells Kevin Costner, tells the batter to do it. Yeah. So, what's coming? Yeah, yeah. And then he, so he throws the fucking the pitch, it gets hit out. And then 
he and then so the guy hits the home run. Sorry, he hit the the the, the opposing player hits the home run. Yeah, and then you see because you see because Kevin Costner's like I'm teaching him a lesson. Yeah, and then you see Kevin Costner turn to the guy and he's like, "You piece of shit! I fucking give you a gift and you're gonna stand here and stare at that." He's like showing off that he hit the home run. He's like, "Get yeah, the fuck yeah. out of here, go!" Like, I, did, I, I I like that. I like that when he yelled at him to fucking go run like a, like little, a normal person. Yeah, like little things like that. Like and that that's that's something that like I I love because those are like the parts of baseball that are there, but you never know are there. Yeah, because you don't you don't see it in the broadcast. You don't see it in the yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. These guys shit talking each other and like fucking yelling at each other, like 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 just get trying to get into each other's heads basically yeah. the entire time. I like I also oh. like that he did that twice. And the second time Tim Robbins like accepted that he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah I know. I know why you did that. I get it. <laughs> and, and he was like, well, you know, he understood that this this was the punishment. It's like yeah. a, a child who was punished. Yeah. And he was which is literally that's what it is. And he but this the first time he was like, how dare you? Oh, I can't believe you did that. This time he was yeah. like, yeah, I, I fucked up. You're right. Yeah, I get I'm it. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. I uh, I the famous the the, the second so the second most famous scene in this movie is the scene where uh the manager is yelling at the the team. Do you remember that one? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the lollygagging scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that but just so I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure I've given you that speech. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking lollygagger. Yeah, just, you can run twenty six point two miles, but you can't walk your ass a little faster. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that that is also a famous scene. That is, uh, but basically the entire dialogue of that, that entire monologue he has is burned into my brain because it's yeah. just so famous of that, yeah. of a scene where he just fucking throws the bats inside and calls, calls them all <laughs> yellow gaggers. And you have, uh, what's his name? Um, Robert Rule, Rule, Rule. Uh-huh. <laughs> He's like helping him out with the like, like, oh, you know, you guys lollygag the first base. You lollygag the second base. What are they, you know what they call that? He's like, lollygaggers, lollygaggers. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> That's what I need. I liked the manager character a lot, to be honest. Like, yeah, I, he, he was he was like kind of a fun g- g- dad, <laughs> a little bit. You also yeah, get to and- see like in the way the way he fu- he like fired or cut like both Crash and the guy before that. You're like, oh yeah, he has to do this a lot. Like that's just like it's, part that's of his, his job. job. Yeah. yeah. As part of his job is to like give the speech of like, I'm sorry, this is it. This is the end yeah. of the line. And but this is the minor leagues. They're in A ball. Just so you understand, Dragon, uh, there's different levels to the minor leagues. Okay. AAA is considered the highest level. Okay. After the AAA, you get to majors. Okay. So obviously, AAA's highest level. Then there's A ball. Then there's single A. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Then there's double A, single A. Then there's like some some of them call them low A, and then there there's some called rookie ball. Okay. Um, they're in A ball, which means that like. These guys, he's not getting cut and then being sent to another team. He's, he's that's it. It's done. He's done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the end of the road. I have like, this guy I now have a, to get a real job. I have a question. What are my beloved, beloved Brooklyn Cyclones? Are they? They are a single A. Single A. Okay. Yeah. What are what are some triple A teams? Do I know about any of them? No, you would have to go up to like, you have to go to other cities. Okay. There's nothing in the area. Interesting. Interesting. Well, yeah, I mean, it makes sense. Like, why would you? You have two major league teams here. You have two minor league teams here. Why would you have more teams in the New York area? Yeah. Wait, we have two. Yeah, minor you, you put them, we, we have two minor league teams. You have the uh, the what's it called? The Brooklyn Cyclones, and you yeah. have the um, the Staten Island Yankees. What? <laughs> There's another one in Staten Island. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know that. Do you know the ferry? It yeah, the ferry. Let yeah. you off literally right next to the stadium. Really? Yeah. I bet 
that fairy. Whoops among us. Whoops among us would have That's true. That's true. It would probably honestly be quicker for me to get this done out of one of the fucking cyclones. <laughs> but it's okay. Anyway. We, every year we try and go to a cyclones game. It's fun. Yeah, they're fun games because it's like just minor leagues. You mostly go in there. It's cheap. It's also cheap because like it's so cheap. It's like twelve dollars to go. I'm so fucking cheap. trust me. Going to the Yankee Stadium, I went by myself and it was like thirty five bucks because I'm not gonna sit in a fucking nosebleed. I'm not. I'm not a goddamn. I'm not. I'm not a child. Right? I'm an adult. Sure, sure. But uh, yeah. So what you would rather have it in like small towns because like. Like it basically, that's how you grow the game as you put them yeah. in small towns. That makes but, it makes sense. It makes sense that like also like the they then you you have baseball you can go see. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And I it, it, it's it's just these little things that I like about this about them just riding in the fucking bus. The mm-hmm. bus looks shitty. The stadiums look shitty. The 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 what's it called the the place where they all hang out the um goddamn the clubhouse yeah that, that, that looks so shitty the washing machines look all fucking busted <laughs> there's a scene where they're on, the team is on a road trip and the the radio announcer is listening to the radio announcement of the game and then pretending that he's there yes and i i and like i like them sounds. doing the little sound effects yeah <laughs> like just to show you like this is how low it is this is this is the how low rung it is they're doing like special um what do you call it like special promotions like yep. um what's the name the uh ah oh, fuck the the max the clown prince of baseball mm-hmm. that's by the way that was a real guy really I would do that would go out and do that and he was famous and like for going to all the minor leagues uh stadiums and doing that stuff and people would love him they they would go to see him because he's coming today that makes sense kind of um, weird but okay <laughs> All right, Dragon. I, I mean, there's not much else to go. It's just like you. Just, I mean, that's what pretty much what the movie is, right? It is, yeah, yeah. It it's is, just it. about fucking Crash having to turn turn Robbins into a man and Susan's yep. friend trying to turn him into a man. Yep. And then and at you, the end, when he's finally ready, it's like you can see, like, oh, he's a different character than who he was in the beginning. Yeah, and you see, and you see him like in that last scene where he's being interviewed uh, now that he's in the major leagues, and he says literally exactly what Kevin Costner told him to say. And it, but he has like, his own yeah. little. I, yeah. I like that he has his own little spins on it, but he's still like an idiot. Yeah, you can you can still tell that he's like, oh, this guy's a moron, but he's listening. He's listening. He's listening. He's like, I'm I'm dumb, but at least I know to and listen to other people. You know, you know what is the most important thing about being in a sport, Berto? Do um, you know what it is? It's what? being coachable. <laughs> and he's coachable. I, literally, like, there's, it's like one of the, if there's one thing I've learned from jujitsu, is that if you are not coachable, you're going to have a hard time. <laughs> like, right? Like, if you can't, if you have a hard time, like, listening to somebody else tell you what to do, it's going to be rough. And I say that yeah. as an experience because I'm very bad. <laughs> one well, of my worst qualities in yeah. jujitsu is that I'm not fucking coachable. Literally, the amount of times I tell you to do something and you're just like, shut up. And then you, fail or not fail but then it's like no i fail I, to... I like i don't do the thing and it doesn't work and i get frustrated and you tell and me how to like... do it and then i'm like no you're wrong even though you <laughs> yeah. can objectively see that that is what i'm supposed to do and then you do it and then i can see it in your face the anger yes. of like oh why do you have to be correct uh it's one of my worst qualities it's to be honest bro it, it's not just you anybody telling me what to do is an issue <laughs> i mean it's let me even my chick yeah have you seen me trying to teach my chick shit? She I tells have. me shut She's, up all the time. She cannot. Yes. <laughs> but I also get it. It's like it's it's like it. 
she she does better if someone else is teaching her yeah. than if literally me because she's just like shut up you're my husband yeah i'm not gonna fucking listen to you what the fuck you say i don't give a shit what the fuck she oh. just starts having that dialogue in her head my poor sweet andrew can't tell me shit it's the it's the worst like he's That's a right. poor man <laughs> but i can tell you everything yeah no you can't <laughs> um but anyway uh yeah i overall i i liked it i also like how this movie ends yeah, I, I like that i like them together i like to think that like kevin coster got a job managing a fucking minor league team which is exactly which is, what he should be doing that's what he said he did yeah and that's what he uh, said he got he got a he got a job managing yeah and then they can be together and i like yeah. it susan sarandon's also retiring her pussy for <laughs> to save the minor league <laughs> <laughs> i appreciate it i thought i thought it was fun i, 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 I overall i did like it you know my final thoughts Okay, yeah. Final thoughts, Dragon. Okay. Um, yes. Overall, I, I did like the movie. I thought parts of it kind of dragged a little bit for me. It's like, I, 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 and nothing like in particular, you know, it's just like every once in a while, I like found myself wanting to like fuck around on my phone or something. Um, in my opinion, uh, I think it gets a little too inside baseball for you. Yes. Yeah. It might. It's like, like a lot of those times that I'm thinking of like, like, oh, what might have gotten you bored is just stuff that I might love yeah. that I'm like, oh, yeah, they. <laughs> Like the the scene where they have where Crash like um turns the water on and yeah. like basically so they, it causes so a rain out. A, yeah, yeah. And then they get a, for they some get a, reason they, they get just, a sick day or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And then for no reason they just start running and like sliding and like that's yeah. an extended scene. And you're probably just like checking your phone. Meanwhile, me, I'm well, just like, those guys just they're just they just love playing baseball. That's well, I was they, also, they really do love it. I was also like how old are these like these these, these <laughs> actors are gonna hurt themselves <laughs> they can't be sliding on mud like this they're like 35 40 <laughs> they're not but okay they're, how, I think they how hired... old was kevin costner in 1988 Let's uh look. 35 was he okay. i looked it up he was 35 you... okay okay yeah, yeah but saying. yeah you just i am sorry yeah, you, okay sorry would no, you give this that, a that... trashly or a smashly i would give it a smashly i think it's really worth watching it just was it you know i okay. I, and I would have never seeked it out myself. So I thought that was, that's nice. Okay. I'm also glad that like, it's not just, oh, it's because if you're a baseball lover, you're going to love this movie. And then if you're not, you're not. Yeah. I, I'm glad that it's like, oh, okay, this is like a universal movie yeah. that someone who doesn't know baseball can still enjoy it. Yeah. I, I think you, I think you definitely can. It. I mean, it's like, it, it helps that like, I've seen a league of their own. So I kind of have an understanding of like a good baseball movie. <laughs> You yeah. know, I think that I think that helps a lot, too. Um, And, you know, there's like the 1980s mild homophobia in it. But like, whatever. It's a it's, a, it. it's a it's a product. Wait, what? Time. Wait, what? Mild homophobia? Which one? I don't know. They just make little like gay jokes or whatever. Like, I, I oh. think they. You, oh, OK. You know what yeah, I mean? right, right. Yeah, yeah. 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 But it was the 80s. Yeah. That's just how people talked. Um, I mean, yeah. What about, what about you? you people still do final? it. They just use different words. Yeah. That's true. Uh, what was that? Final thoughts for you final thoughts um yeah it's just i think this is just a good i think it's a good movie um i don't think it's the best baseball movie yeah that's fair. but it's i think it's certainly up there but especially because i think this is a movie and i think the more that you enjoy baseball the more you're gonna enjoy it because the the especially the dialogue a lot of it is just like this small inside baseball stuff a lot of susan sarandon's monologues are just her talking about the certain baseball players and yeah. certain acts and things like that. And it's also interesting. It's also interesting to see, hear them talk and just be like, oh, wow, the 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 state of the game has changed drastically because um, 95, because uh, in it, for example, they say that he froze 95 miles an hour. That's like 
average at this point. <laughs> the average, 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 because that's yeah. all they scout for now. All right. Yeah. Um, they make a big deal about a batting average, a player's batting average, and it's just like, no, that's not. No one gives a shit about that anymore. RBIs, no one gives a fuck. RBIs are not not a thing anymore. It's the 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 money ball. Um, money ball has really changed the. Uh, I mean, say money ball. It's just the, the cybernetics. The yeah. the new wave of like stats has yeah. changed the way that people perceive the game. So it's just it's interesting for me also to see like, wow, this is just like a, it's like an old school baseball concepts. Yeah. But still, I, yeah, I think it's just good. And then I think it's like just a good rom-com. You do love a rom-com. A good movie. Yeah. I do love a rom-com. It's a good rom-com. It's a good movie. And then it's just like placed inside of something that I love even more, which makes it things that I love. So fair enough. Uh, uh, 10 out of 10. Uh, no, I give this like a, I think I, I think I gave it an eight out of 10. Yeah, that sounds right. That sounds, right. That made, sounds correct yeah. for you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right, Dragon. All right, I guess we're done, right? I mean, yeah. There's nothing else, right? All yeah. right. Dragon, what yes. are we going to be watching next week since you okay. get to choose? So next week, <sighs> um, we are going to watch the... We're, I, this is for you, Birdo. Okay? I just want you to know that, that this is for you. Mm-hmm. We are going mm-hmm. to watch mm-hmm. the 2023 documentary Sly. This is, of course, the brand new Netflix documentary um, that is about Sylvester Stallone. Um, and it is directed by Tom Z- Zimney, I believe his name is. And um, yeah, starring Sylvester Sloan. I mean, this is just are, like a, about him are, and his career, I assume. I haven't, I haven't are, watched it yet, but I'm excited too. Are we back to positive male role models? Stuff? <laughs> I think we're back I mean, to positive male role model. You're now, we, now you're we had about... Bull Durham with Susan Sarandon. And now we Susan have... Sarandon and Kevin Costner. Yeah. <laughs> positive, like, honestly, I, I really think that Susan Sarandon in the movie was a positive female role model. Model. I, I agree great. with you. Yeah, she's great. I, I, I love all the stuff she stands for and all that stuff. And one of the, Gosler, wait, wait, wait. One of the lines, one of the lines that I thought I thought that you would might uh pull out from Bull Durham is when <laughs> Millie is talking about how she was in the um clubhouse and she wasn't supposed to be. She was like, I mm-hmm. got lured there. And Susan Sarandon was like, You are an adult yeah. woman. You did not get lured anywhere. You made a choice <laughs> to like yeah. go there. Don't ever fucking yes. say that. Yeah, and then she makes her say like, "I'm a whatever. I'm an adult woman who has a, my yeah, own mind, I, yeah. sound body, and all that stuff." I I love that because it's like, don't don't give me that fucking lure shit. You made those choices. <laughs> that's one of the reasons why I really liked her because it's like she is not she she does not take no fucking grief from no one. No, she's like, you need to be. You're an adult. You need to be responsible for your own actions, and I appreciate mm-hmm. that. Anyway, we're gonna watch the Sylvester Stallone documentary. Speaking about adults, yes. <laughs> love it. Um, so yeah, that's what we're doing. All right, Dragon. Very excited for next week. Mm-hmm. All right, why don't you go ahead and send us off? Okay, bye. Right, okay, bye.